I'm going to just do the intro now. Um, Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Black Spirituality Podcast. My name is Jordan. I'm your host. And today we are talking to Ricky Williams. She is a, uh, I don't even know all of your titles. Can you just introduce yourself, actually? I am a women's life coach, um, business coach. I help women do big things. I am a growing social media influencer um, and aspiring model as well. Um, I would take the word aspiring out because you be on on Instagram with the fits girl. I don't know what to tell you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I see you. You're out here. Um, so today I'm going to be, well, actually, uh, so just some backstory. Uh, Ricky and I actually went to middle school. No, you didn't go to FLA, right? You went to Mount Pisgah. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to elementary and middle school together. Uh, We grew up in the same religion, same background and everything. But uh, as I have spoken about multiple times, I have decided to leave the church and Ricky has found her way back. So today we are just going to be discussing that. So first of all, can you tell me a little bit about your religious background? I know that we have the same one, but you know, everyone has a different perspective on it. Yeah. So, um, raised, born and raised Seventh-day Adventist Christian. Um, so whatever you've heard Jordan speak on also applies here. Um, and I think the main like distinguishable factors between Seventh-day Adventist and other Christian religions is that when we go to church on Saturday, we observe the Sabbath from sundown Friday to sunset. Saturday is like our time with God. Um, and we believe that when you're dead, you're dead. And that when Jesus comes back, we all go back to heaven. And I think those are the two like primary things and that are different food, I would from other. Say. The, the food too, like the health message and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that everybody follows the health message, but uh, <laughs> I know that if like, I was, uh, I was I like on a trip somewhere recently and everybody was either Adventist or they used to be Adventist. And one of my like friends who I met outside the church came and they were ordering pizza and she was like, can we get pepperoni on the pizza? And everyone was like, girl, where do you think you are? <laughs> this like, is not no, that's place. not happening. <laughs> no, I think a lot of Adventists are definitely expanding. I, you know, they be drinking, they wine, drinking, they coffee. Like we out here, it's evolving. Yeah. And good for them though, because I feel like there's, I don't know. I just, I don't believe in restriction. Um, as long as there's moderation, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, I I just, in my experience, like growing up, I would be like, well, why can't we do this? And it's like, because I said, so did Jesus even say it? Like, does God even care about this? (laughs) Did he even? (laughs) So, um, yeah. So you were telling me about, Oh, I have my notes. I don't know where my phone is. You were telling me about how you journeyed through different spiritualities and stuff uh, before you, I saw that you got rebaptized like last year, right? Yeah, September 11th. Okay, what a date. Um, <laughs> but can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, so I wouldn't say I've journeyed through different spiritualities per se. Right now, I was rebaptized into the SCA community and at the same time, I know more people who would refer to themselves as spiritual as opposed to religious or even people that have direct relationships with God, but also practice different forms of spirituality. So it's, it's like, you know, if the Adventists could see me, they'd be like, (laughs) we just (laughs) baptized her, but it's been really like fun and interesting to me because 
it's, you know, the difference between seeing things as black and white and right and wrong, as opposed to like, everyone is their own individual and like yeah. everything that works for me is not going to work for you. So I've been learning more about like spirituality in general. Um, my relationship with like being a seventh day Adventist, I honestly never had any like moments of like questioning or like, I don't like it here. But I did have a couple of years, I refer to them as like my my years in the streets. And I, I would still say like I'm there. <laughs> Not <laughs> in like the streets, a time where girl. I was like, God, yeah, it was a time where I was like, God, no. honestly, it started like when I wanted to hang out with my friends on Sabbath and my mom was like, you're supposed to be at church. And I was like, I'm gonna do what I want. And it was also at the same time, like, God, I just want to like be, I mean, you know, like, we're in a bubble when we're raised as Adventists. So it was mm. definitely my time of like being in the world, partying, um, doing all of the things that we grow up here. I remember feeling like, oh my God, I'm those characters in the stories we heard about in Vespers of like, yes. they have sex and they do drugs and they fall away yes. from the church. Oh my and gosh. I remember sitting there as a kid, like I, that will never be me, but it was totally me. I'm her and I'm mm-hmm. proud and I have no problem with it. Girl, when I tell you the first time that I went like to the club on a Friday night, <laughs> I think that I went to like a gay club too. Like we went to go see a drag show. So I was like, I mm. am not supposed to be here right now. <laughs> I am not supposed to yeah. be here. I was so stressed out about it. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that really, um, mm. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that's It just made me think no. of that. Yeah, no, I mean, the fact that you were so stressed out, that's definitely like the shame that gets like, embedded in us but yeah same like yeah but same like my years in the streets there was a lot of like shame I couldn't like fully enjoy it because I was like trying to quiet that voice in the back of my head and the whole time like I did know in my heart of hearts that like I would return one day like I always knew that um those were my roots and like again there wasn't like a falling away it was just like I want to do all of the things that you guys tell me I can't do so I have to separate these but I've learned since that like those don't have to be separate, separate. Um, and so and what, yeah, what led you to that? That they don't need to be separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like started going back to church during a certain time period, but I wasn't building my own relationship with God. I got fired from my job at the beginning of 2019 when I had just like moved into a new apartment. So it was like a moment of like, God, it's on you because I'm in a situation right now. Yeah. And that honestly is like what sparked me building my relationship with him, which has like built year over year since then um, to the point of that. So like I started building this relationship back up for like for myself. And I would say for the first time because in the church, they don't teach you how to do that. They just teach you how to like follow rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so like from the beginning of 2019, when I started that journey again, I would say I didn't really reach that point of like fully believing and understanding that they're separate. And it's still something I'm trying to like absorb and believe because there's still that piece of shame that was like hammered into us for so long. It takes Mm -hmm. a lot to heal from that. But I remember like specifically being in a Bible study. um, I want to say it was like mid, what year is it? 2022? mid like 2020 or towards the end of 2020 Sorry, you said it's 2022 I'm like oh my god <laughs> it is <laughs> um yeah sometime like probably like a year ago I was in this bible study 
and we were studying Romans and this guy gets on there and whenever he's in Bible study, like he rants, like he will rant about the fact that when you accept Jesus into your life, like you're done, like there's nothing else you need to do. There's nothing you need to give up. Like it's, that's it. Like you're good. You're saved. Everything's Gucci. Mm -hmm. And the message that we often like hear and believe is like, or hear and receive is like, you have to let certain behaviors and things go before you're good enough. Yeah. And I was personally really struggling, like really struggling at that time with like, God, I want to grow with you, but I don't want to stop smoking weed. <laughs> like that was my specific, like, I do not want to give this up. Yeah. To be an, and it was something that was like, really, it was like that shame, like, and it was mm -hmm. really hard for me to like move forward with him without feeling like I had to let that go. And this guy gets in the Bible study and he's just really trying to hammer into us that like, no, you said you believe him. You said you receive him. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. And like, he's showing us in Romans where it talks about all that stuff. And I'm like, wow, okay. Like I can still be in these streets and <laughs> loved by God at the same time. And um, it was definitely, it was like a breakthrough moment for me with God. Like it was something I really needed to hear. So since then, it's just been like learning and like absorbing the fact that you can be like, there is not one specific way to like be in relationship with or be loved by God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. actually like the people that like, don't feel like you can have both sides are the ones that are like lost because they like lost as well, because they feel like I have to do A, B, C, and D in order to be loved. And that's like, no, you know, no. that's not really it's, love. It was so interesting to me too. Like, I mean, because I have heard that. So, uh, <laughs> I would go to like uh, Forest Lake for Sabbath school. And then uh, like my mom would be in second service. And then we would go to Patmos. Like after that, I'm like, girl, we're, we already like, why are we doing all this? So anyway, <laughs> I'm in Sabbath school and Pastor Mark is talking about how God loves you and how you don't need, you don't need to do anything to earn his love and blah, 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 blah. Um, which I still have a lot of love for Pastor Mark. Like those, those times mm -hmm. when I was in the church, he was, he's a really solid dude. Um, and then I would go to church at Patmos and they would be like, oh, well, you're out here running these streets and you're in the club on Friday nights and you're coming to church on Sabbath and you just need to change this and you need to change that. And I'm just like, okay, so mm. can I earn my way into heaven or can I not earn my way into heaven? Like, how does this work? Because wow, it just, it just, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, it's a contradiction. So yeah. I'm really glad that you were able to, um, that he was able to like really show you in the Bible. Like once you accept God, once you believe him, like that's it. He's, he's got it from here. I think that that's such a beautiful and like, honestly, life-changing sentiment to learn. Yeah. I think that's crazy that you were struggling with that at such a young age and like oh aware gosh. of like what they were even talking about. Mm -hmm. So much. That's, I mean, I think that's eventually like why I decided that church wasn't really for me. And when you say that people are like, so you're an atheist now. And so you don't believe in God and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, like the other day, ma, if you're listening, no shade girl, but you really did try it. I went to, um, I went to church on Christmas and I was like texting her like, oh, I really don't know if I have any church clothes because everything is like casual or like pajamas or like I have like a few like going out dresses and she was like I was like I might have to wear pants and like a nice shirt and she was like oh well um as long as you don't wear a crop top then that's fine I'm like wait a minute wait a minute 
I was never wearing a crop top to church. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And it's so interesting to me that like, once people hear like that you have left the church, that it's like this whole thing about like, oh, you don't believe in God and you don't have any values or morals or anything like that. Um, so mm. that's just kind of like my side and what I'm experiencing from my family, which is so interesting to me because I never said that I was an atheist, never said I didn't believe in God. Um, I just am not a fan of church. <laughs> I like sleeping in on Saturdays now. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, oh, it's so great. <laughs> it's the, it's the day of rest. So. It's the day of rest. I was like, why are we, why y'all be going to church? You'd be waking up at eight o'clock in the morning to do your hair, to go to church on the day of rest. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's so interesting sense. though, that you, um, that you always knew that you were going to go back because for me, I was like, oh. I was kind of like checked out. Yeah. Hmm. But I do admire that. I know that you came on here and well, not came on here, but when we were talking about it, uh, you were saying that you don't have a specific like agenda or platform to push, which if you do, that's fine, girl. It's just like exploring um, just all the different facets of spirituality. Um, so if if you experience something in, in a specific way, I definitely want you to talk about that um, because I don't, you're not, you're not pushing anything. It's not a propaganda. Um, but I'm also interested in hearing like your genuine experience, because I just know for me that I can't relate to that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like about the piece of always knowing that I would go back. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think that you as a host do a very good job at creating like a safe space and listening to your other episodes, it was very clear to me that you're just curious and open and wondering. And I think that's such a beautiful um, thing to do. And like, it's definitely a part of your purpose and you do it so well. Um, so I didn't feel like coming on here, like I have to convince Jordan because, you know, I visited you in Atlanta that one time mm-hmm. like the, and we had very similar conversation, like talking about our different beliefs. And I think at that time I was a little more like pushy, but at the same time, like, I think we both were just open to hearing each other mm-hmm. out. So I felt like this would be very similar vibes. Um, but as far as always knowing I'd go back. I don't know. I think, I think because the church was never a source of like trauma for me, it wasn't, it didn't never push me away. I feel like I'd like the church was always like a fun, like there were always fun things going on. Like we had all those youth things. Like it was a very social experience for me. Um, and I think like leaving it again was just like, because I didn't felt I didn't feel like I could do both. And I don't think that the whole time I was out like in these streets that I really knew that I would go back. It was like something that I had like discovered on a shrooms trip with um um shout out um from Fleece Days. Um we had like built a friendship like post college. We both worked the same job. So we did this shrooms trip. And I remember like at that time being like, like talking to her, like, I have a fear that one day I'm going to go back to the church and that's going to mean we aren't friends anymore because, you know, her lifestyle is also very outside of the church. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was like kind of just a realization of like, 
yeah, you're going to end up back there. And that might mean that this really, so it was, it was more in context of our friendship and not so much like my spirituality or religion. That was just kind of a byproduct realization of that realization, I guess. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think primarily because of the fact that I didn't experience trauma, which, you know, like church hurt is such a huge thing for people, the church making people feel like they aren't good enough as they are. Um, or, or the people in the church acting like they have authority to tell you like how to live your life or how you need to be like that really pushes people away. Um, I just tweeted something a few weeks ago, like the church is going to continue to lose its youth and like the young people, if it doesn't stop meeting people with shame and like start meeting people with love, because that is definitely a huge, like negative of church environments like we really don't treat people like the brothers and sisters that like god tells us to treat them as mm-hmm. um so yeah i think just because i never had an experience with the church hurt me it was it felt to me like a safe place to go back to to re-explore like my relationship with god and now today like i got baptized on september 11th i haven't been back to like a church since then like i don't go to church on saturdays but it is like the day where i like I try my best <laughs> to like make it my day with God and like yeah. be less on social media, on Netflix and more like outside and just like in connection with him. Mm-hmm. I think that that's such a beautiful thing. And um, so I, I wanted to say something personally, but then I also like want to say something based off of what you just said. Uh, I think that a lot of the, like a big reason that I personally left the church was uh that I started becoming conscious of racism. Like it's, it's something that I've always experienced, but I, I just wasn't like conscious of it. Like, I mean, me and my friends would just like, my friend would like, like a white boy. And then she would come back crying and be like, Oh, like his mom Uh. said that we can't date like, because I'm black. And so that to me was just like, wow. oh, that's just how white people are. I didn't realize that it was racism. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so wow, a lot okay. of it, yeah, a lot of it for me was like, uh, especially because Forest Lake and then Fleece and FLA were so connected. I still associate um, racism that I experienced at school as racism in the church um, because they were all connected for me. And then um on the flip side of that, uh, going to black churches, I became a feminist. And <laughs> I was like, I just distinctly remember <laughs> like this one time, this lady, I was 10 years old. I did not have any boobs. I was wearing like this collared dress that came like down to here, maybe like to the top of my chest. And she like pulled it up and was like, we don't want these boys to get any ideas. We don't want them to. And I'm like, what is this? And that was something that I experienced a lot at church. I would be like 16, like at at different black churches, like with my friends from school and their moms would come around and be like, oh, that dress is short. And I'm like, what is this? Like, uh, I don't understand. Your sons are out here like doing things, (laughs) doing things that they're not supposed to do. Like, why are you worried about me and my short dresses? so yeah, it's, I think like even hearing you say that you don't have any church hurt um, and that you found community in the church, I found community in my friends who I went to church with, but it was not the same thing for me as, um, mm. as finding community in the church. And then a lot of that too, I just didn't get, I, I didn't get any answers to my questions. Like uh, I would just be 
Mm. I would be met with like, oh, you're doubting God or, oh, like it's, it's like this because of this, it would be like, because I said so. And like, that just wouldn't make any sense to me. Um, so yeah. And then I was like at Oakwood and I'm like, I actually don't have to go to church anymore. Nobody's making me do this. So I just started doing other things Mm. instead. Mm. Um, but I think what you were describing is actually how I try to connect with God. Um, I don't, this is so like weird and specific, but I don't like calling God, God, because (laughs) I associate that name with like a lot of like trauma, I guess. Um, so when people talk about the universe or source or whatever, I'm just like in the same way that like Yahweh and all these other names are different names for God. Those are also different names for, for God. Um, and yeah, that's like, I really love to like sit outside in my backyard and just like feel the wind blow through the trees Mm -hmm. and just really just like talk and like not pray. I wouldn't, I mean, maybe it's prayer. Um, but it's not like, dear God, please, uh, help me with this. Please help me. I'll be like, so here's what's up with me and here's what's going on. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't really know what's going on. Like I feel stuck. I feel, (laughs) or like, oh, I'm really grateful for this. And like, I'm so happy for this. Um, and I think that that's the way that I, that I'm trying to build a relationship, but I think it's kind of hard because in, in the church, it was like, okay, you're building this relationship with God and who's in heaven and who loves you and all this other stuff. And I had like a clear picture of who that God was. Um, but I think that now I don't know what that looks like for me. Like, yeah, <laughs> because it's just not the same at all. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm navigating right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know how to explain that to other people who um, who grew up or are still Adventist uh, because I think that they just think that I'm like into witchcraft now. Um, like the other day I told my mom that I think that God created astrology and she was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's the same. Like, cause yeah. I really think that we, we put God in a box, bro. And we're always talking about not boxing God in, not boxing yes. God in. If I was, if I was creating something, right. I think that I would set up constraints for like, like a code, if you will, uh, for mm-hmm. these people to exist, how their lives are going to go, whatever, just to make my life easier. So I can be more organized. <laughs> <laughs> And when you like really look into it, I'm not going to speak on it for too long because I'm just not like um, as knowledgeable as I want to be on the subject. But when you really look into astrology and not just like the daily horoscope thing, but just like the study of it, it's like, are these people not communicating with God? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Controversial yet brave opinion. (laughs) I mean, like a star guided what the shepherds to Jesus. Like, I'm so glad you brought up that we put God in a box. I have a lot of things I want to say in response to what you said. So I'm like, I think, so like, as far as just to touch on quickly, like racism in the church, that was something like, honestly has kind of been a source of shame for me. The fact that I grew up so, um, what's the word, ignorant of things um, and being half black, half white and so light, the experience of black women has not been my experience. So getting older and having friends that have been like, oh yeah, this was a totally racist experience in the church. And the high school I went to was a boarding school in the mountains of North Carolina. And you didn't experience racism? 
I didn't notice it, Jordan. Okay. Like it was not <laughs> even on my radar. And like, you know, I grew up with a white mom in the house. The black father was not around. So like my connection to the culture was like severed pretty much. I went also to Patmos and Mount Sinai until I was like nine or 10. And then we were fully in FLA. So I would just say that I didn't notice it, but I know from speaking to friends since that it was definitely there, especially where we were in like a con much very conservative white area in high school for me. Um, the sexism piece, definitely. My mom and I had like weekly arguments in the car on the way to church about what I was wearing. Like it was seriously so, so awful to have like that experience on the way to church every week that what you're wearing is like going to be distracting for whomever. But I think instead of it being like a church thing to me, I was like, my mom's dumb. Like, why does she think I'm responsible for these? Exactly. So, yeah. But I think like the place that you're in on your spiritual journey is honestly so beautiful because it's like an exploratory space. And we do often box God in into who we believe he is, but we are never, ever going to understand God until we meet him, like understand his vastness and like really who he is. I think in our experiences with him, we get to understand pieces of like his character and his personality. Um, and like, we kind of build a picture for ourselves and also like how God loves Jordan is different than how God loves Ricky because we have like different needs. And that is an idea that has been tripping me out lately. The fact that God's love is so like, just fits perfectly over each individual. Like that's wild to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I feel like it's like an, like you have an opportunity and the way that you speak to God, like that's how I speak to God. Like I just be like, bruh, <laughs> I exactly. can't like, and I think that that's, that the authenticity in that is like so pure and beautiful and that's what God wants from us and often like we can get very performative with him of what we think he wants to hear from us and how he wants us to be and that's not what he wants he wants us to be fully ourselves with him and feel safe with him so I love that that's kind of how you approach that relationship also I have a friend named Joaquina that I actually would love for you to meet one day because I think y'all would like click. Um, she calls herself a Christian, but she had a moment where she was like in church and realized like, this is fake and has not been back to church since. She has her own relationship with God and she's a very spiritual person. She gave me my first reading a few months ago, um, which that was that, that, Jordan receiving a reading was like, that was like hard for me to yeah. like allow, I guess, but I had seen her do it for someone a few weeks prior and just observing it. I was like, there's nothing witchcrafty about this. Like I'm good. <laughs> and I felt safe in that space. Like, and it was honestly a, like a wild experience. Um, but, uh, when we first were becoming friends and connecting, I had a conversation with her about like how I feel you know, with the signs and astrology and stuff, like I believe that God is a very organized and intentional God, that it makes sense to me that there would be some sort of structure and order in place that like, depending on when you were born causes like a pattern. Mm -hmm. I think where it gets messy is like, you are now looking to that as your source instead of the source. 
Um, but I think, yeah, there's definitely patterns to this thing and we'll find them if we look hard enough for them. And like, as people in the church, when we like label everything as evil and witchcrafty, um, we start to look at the people, the individuals that way too. And that's like unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I also think too, that a lot of, uh, something that we really just don't acknowledge is that, uh, the Bible was rewritten like a billion times mm, yeah. by, uh, by white men who yeah. had interest in oppressing women, oppressing people of color, oppressing, I mean, I don't know who else children, mm-hmm. I guess, but they, they had interest in oppression. And so the things that other indigenous cultures were doing to communicate with God and their rituals and their practices and stuff, all of a sudden became demonized. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I'm like, I think that that's something that I'm also, I'm a little afraid. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, because the people who are like, Oh, I'll be talking to my ancestors. I'm like, that's good for you. I love that for you. I think that that is so special and beautiful for me who I grew up learning that my ancestors are dead in the ground and that their soul left their body until Jesus came back. I'm like, I don't really know if I should be, but that's because like, I, (laughs) I was taught that that was something that was taught to me. That was something that was demonized to me and whether or not, um, later down the line, I, I'm like, I do want to practice this or I don't, whatever. It's not something that I should be looking down on and demonizing in the way that I have been taught to and catch myself doing. Because it's just like you were saying with like the readings and stuff, like I uh, I have a note on my refrigerator that says like, don't drink on January 18th uh, because I paid for like a Reiki cleanse. Like it's like a virtual, not virtual, but it's like a... Um, what is it called? Like long distance. I can't remember the word, but it's like a Reiki cleanse where like, it's supposed to cleanse all of these, Mm. uh, like bad energies out of your body essentially. But she recommends that you don't drink and that you don't smoke like, uh, on the day of the cleanse, like three hours before, three hours after. So I have a sign, like a, um, like a, a note on there saying not to drink. And my aunt literally just left my house. This is my house where I live. And she was like, why does it say that? And I'm like, oh, you know, because, (laughs) (laughs) because I just already know how that's gonna go. I'm just like, I don't even, and then I'm not even like fully comfortable, um, like saying that I explore these things. So I don't, I don't know. It's like Mm -hmm. an interesting space to navigate. Um, and I do think that it, it does mess with us and it does cut off connection with God. Um, but my mom said the same thing, actually, what you were saying when um, it becomes a problem is when people go to that instead of going to God. Uh, but my thing is, how do we know that it's not the same thing, right? Like, cause a lot of us, when we're looking to go mm. to God, uh, we're going to the Bible. And like, that's like a, a text that we trust and that's a medium that we trust to communicate with God and that God's gonna let us know like what we need to know because it's not like I could call him up on the phone and be like hey yeah. so like what am I supposed to do now um and not to say that I that I'm right in that like uh, I mean maybe it's just not a way that God appreciates like us communicating with him but at the end of the day I do think that there's more than one way to talk to someone 
Yeah, I don't think that there's any way that God like doesn't appreciate us seeking him. Like I've heard like, you know, I also have my questions about things in the Bible like that don't make sense. And like, I'm like, God, I don't get this. Um, but for me personally, I've just seen him show up in my life so clearly that like, I just gotta keep going and hopefully <laughs> like one day it's gonna make sense. Um, But it's like my idea of God has just like expanded so much. Again, like back to this box, we try to put him in like, who are we to say that what they are practicing is wrong and what we are practicing is right. Like we have no say, all we can do is do what works for us. And like how we've been brought up is going to feed into that. And I think like these hard and fast lines that have been drawn They just do a lot more to tear us apart than unite us. And at the end of the day, all God wants us to do is love God and love people. And if we're doing things that are not loving other people because they're different from us, because they do things different from us, like that is where we have it all the way fucked up. And practicing other things that might be considered spiritual practices, like to me, God can work through anything. God can speak through anything. Like if you are seeking meaning, um, for your life outside of God, like, or outside of the, like, typical ways we typically, like, the typical ways we typically try to communicate with him, like, by reading the Bible or going to church or, you know, being in community with other, like, believers or whatever, like, if you are seeking meaning, if you are seeking to do good, um, if you are seeking to have, like, questions answered, why am I here, like, all of these things, I think God is big enough and powerful enough to like communicate to you in so many other ways. Like there are times where I'm like smoking and listening to rap music and I hear a line in the song that I'm like, that's God. Like He's literally answering me right here, right now in this space. And instead of like, you know, and I understand like your hesitation to speak about these things to your family, especially. Um, and I also kind of feel like you know, if I'm, there's something in me that just wants to tell everybody everything that's going on. And <laughs> I like, there is like a fear of like judgment from people that don't like understand where I'm coming from, but I've been having an experience in my home these past few days. that have really been teaching me, like, you cannot care what other people think about who you are because at the end of the day, they don't know who you are and they don't know your heart. And they don't know what my relationship with God is like. Mm -hmm. So like the idea of like the pastors who have baptized me or the pastors who have met with me, hearing me talk about these things, like could make me nervous, but there's something in me that's like, I just don't give up because <laughs> I know what my relationship with God is. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know like the boundaries that I have around my own spiritual practices. I don't know how I got all the way here, but as far as like us saying that because you do X, Y, and Z, you're not talking to God, you're not hearing from God, like that's something else. I don't think we have the right to say that. Like, we don't know what this person's thing is. Like, we don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're hearing. So we can't pass judgment. All we can do is be like, I see you, sis. I love you. Let's like have a conversation. And I think through conversations is how we all like expand what we 
can be comfortable around and it expands like what we will no longer pass judgment on mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah it does um oh my god you said something and i would like i wanted to touch on it but my adhd brain <laughs> was like and i just completely forgot what i was gonna say um oh oh um i do think an important part of it though is like uh so i don't know how but i found myself on witch talk and they say that they cleanse their space um and they like they'll take some sage and cleanse their space or some incense and cleanse their space uh before they do like spells or like whatever i don't really know i'm not gonna pretend that i know what witches do i don't um but it's like the same thing i think to where like when i mean at least i was taught to pray before reading the bible so that god could uh, mm. express himself through through the words and like the way that he wanted me to understand them um i just think that a prayer of protection uh, a ritual of protection is really key to like knowing the difference between are you speaking to god or are you mm. speaking to something else uh because yeah. i also feel like you know like they say satan knows the bible like <laughs> you can really hear something and really feel connected to it in Mm. church and it could be the wrong thing it could be something that you're not meant to follow yeah um so I think that that's really important to like you were saying like having your own relationship um with whatever you believe in whatever you call God even if it's not God um just to I don't know be able to be open to to hearing people out to create a sense of community because again if I mean we can't just sit here and be like oh we're all created in God's image except for you I don't know what you're doing over here like I don't agree with that so I'm created in God's image I don't know what you're doing it's like we're all an expression of God all of us every single one of us are an expression of God so like I don't know (laughs) that's it that's the end of my rant (laughs) do without what you will no, I think, I think you're right. And I think the way that we like start to kind of differentiate between like, is this God or not? There was something that I heard that like gave parameters around that. I don't remember all of them, but one of them was definitely like, does it align with what's in the Bible? Which as far as like what you mentioned earlier, of like the Bible being rewritten by people with an agenda, I don't know nothing. Like I've heard that come at me and I just have not looked into it further. So I really just don't know a lot about it, but Again, like if God can speak through the rap song I'm listening to, he can definitely speak to like the words I'm reading in front of me, whether it's the Bible or another book. But the guidelines were like, so if you if you accept the Bible as like a safe source of like information and guidance, then one of the guidelines was like, does it align with what's in the Bible? Um, and also just like as you get to know God better, like you get to know his character, like is this of that character does this what I'm hearing what I'm feeling fit within the larger picture that I believe like God has for my life the vision that um, I'm heading into the purpose that I have which you know that takes some self-discovery and prayer meditation what have you to like be aligned with that as well um I, I just feel like people can get really mixed up in their head of like, well, how do I ever know what to do if I don't know if it's God or something else? But I think like what you said of like just that prayer of protection and 
just staying in connection with God or with source or whatever it is. Like if you have that relationship that you're building over time, you're going to be able to differentiate like what's him and what isn't um, easier and easier um, as that relationship like strengthens. I also feel like um, just to piggyback off of that statement, it's definitely just like building a relationship in general I think that God was like so mystifying and big and like weird to me when I was younger. Um, But it's the same way that like I build relationships with my family members or with my friends. It's just like, I stay in communication. I uh, learn what they like, learn what they don't like uh, to a point where, I don't know, I could like, I, this is so minuscule, but like, I'll see something on TikTok or on Twitter. And like, it's like in the same way that you send memes to your friends because you got to know them. It's like the same way that you'll know how to operate because you got to know this person. That's such a terrible analogy. Uh, (laughs) No, 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 no. no. no, you're right. You're right. Cause if you, you know, you're scrolling on TikTok and you see something that you're like, my friend would like this because I know who they are. Like the same with God. Like you're like, I know he would like this. I know he wouldn't like this because we get to know like who he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just think um, personally for me, if I were to ever go back to the church, which I don't really see happening, uh, I would want to find a church that pushes relationship over rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's very important to me because who made these rules? Like, But I know that when I am in my backyard outside talking and the and the wind blows through the trees I feel God in that moment I know that that's real I know that my experiences uh have like I don't know just a lot of things have been divinely led and I just I haven't even heard a word yet but I'm just like I know that this is correct because of like through building Mm. my relationship those rules I don't know who did that I don't I'm not sure (laughs) um fuck them rules like anyone listening like fuck them rules like god does not want a version of you that is only feeling worthy because you followed these rules like if you decide to be in relationship with him and you decide to seek his purpose for your life whatever habits or like mindsets you have that are not of him like he will work in you over time to purify sounds like such a churchy word but that's really the word like purify you for what's next for you in that moment like I smoke weed still like and I told Jordan it was like a (laughs) it was a point of conversation when I spoke to my passions about getting baptized I told them I was like I'm not gonna stop smoking weed I'm not gonna stop going to the club I'm not gonna stop doing these things but I want to get baptized and it was something that they had to like pray about themselves like do we want to baptize this person who's saying this which I understand but at the end of the day like if there ever comes a time like I'm sure God you know doesn't love me inhaling like you know things that could damage my lungs or what have you but like if there ever comes a time where I need to stop he's gonna make that clear to me and that's something that I kind of just realized recently like this has still been an issue for me like internally but there was a time a few months ago back in May where I was planning a trip to Orlando. And, you know, when I go to Orlando, that's like when I party and smoke or whatever. And God told me not to smoke on that trip. Clearly, 
like very clearly he was like not on this trip and I was so upset about it because I already made my plans the outfits were picked out like we were doing we had we had things to do and it and I didn't want to like obey but I could feel it like I was not content and comfortable until I like agreed like okay and I kind of re- but it was just for that trip that I felt that message and I realized like recently I kind of felt like he was like if you ever need to stop smoking, it's going to be that clear. Like, it's not something that you're going to have to question. It's like, I'm going to make it clear to you what I eat, like what I consume in my body that isn't healthy. That is something that could go against like my purpose in the long run. Like you need a healthy body to really like run the race. And now like, that's something that he's kind of bringing to my attention of like, okay, we need to work on this now. Mm -hmm. So similarly to like, whatever our mindsets and behaviors are that may not be in alignment with like, the best version of ourselves, like God is going to work that in us over time. And the things that I need to work on are not going to be the things that you need to work on. So nobody has the right to tell you what you should or should not be doing, because that is something that only God can like guide you in. So the rules, as far as the rules, like (laughs) fuck them. (laughs) Well, I'm hungry. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. (laughs) But, um, let them know where they can find you. I just, I feel like you need to run back all of your titles again um, and then let everyone know where they can find you. I will do that. I will unashamedly plug myself. You interviewed that one guy about Mormonism and you were like, do you want to share your socials? And he was like, no, nah, I'm good. And I was like, how can I be that cool? <laughs> no, I have like- someone else who's like, uh, one of my friends, uh, I feel like I shouldn't even say her name. I mean, she's interviewed on the podcast anyway. uh, I asked my friend Joy. She was like, no, I don't want people to talk to me. Thank you, though. (laughs) Well, I want the people to talk to me. Please come through and talk to me. My um, Instagram is Ricky Brianna underscore. That's R-I-C-C-I-B-R-I-A-N-A underscore. Um, I am a life coach for women specifically. I help women. find their purpose, um, find out what it is that they're supposed to be doing right now and create a plan to achieve those goals um, or improve upon whatever their current business um, project is. If they feel like they need to level up and make that um, a little more organized, a little more structured, I coach on that as well. Um, So life coach, model, influencer are the titles I go by. This This was like, we see a the difference fire. from the first introduction and the second yes, one. Yes, girl, you checked me. You checked me. <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it. Um, and as you guys know, uh, I, I butcher this every week, um, but <laughs> you can find updates about the podcast at Black Spirituality Pod on Instagram. And you can follow me at blogging.veg for like YouTube content um, and me just being mentally ill on the internet. So yeah thank you for tuning in i will see you guys next time bye